0: So he's saying he's Jake Gyllenhaal, the actor. Yeah, that's a major red flag. Um, <laughs> I know. Oh my god, hello ba, ba. hi. Hi. Oh wow, we're we're really loud, but we're um, doing it. It's okay. Nevertheless, we persisted.
1: Just like women.
0: Just like every woman to ever <laughs> exist in the history of ever, I think.
1: Yeah? Hey. Hi. This is
0: the Jake Hall fan club.
1: I like Jake Gyllenhaal. Do you like
0: Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. The thing about that is that I also really like Jake Gyllenhaal. You
1: you really like him. I'm, yeah. I'm neutral.
0: You're Jake Gyllenhaal neutral. I
1: and here's the plot of the show. Okay. I love the plot of the You're show. You're gonna yes. be converting me to Jake Gyllenhaal. To Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, um, Die hard. Sell my left kidney for him, like and you,
0: I, like just like I am. Because the thing about me is that That's I would absolutely. Point die hard and sell my left kidney for jake Gyllenhaal, hall but me
1: no he'd have to sell his kidney to me
0: he'd have to sell his kidney to you
1: yeah why except for free for free <laughs> so Tell he wouldn't sell free. your kidney he'd have to give it to me Donate i suppose. a kidney
0: for no money yeah okay i mean yeah. I, can, I can get with that right yeah hey why not so i my name is justin gross i am the um jake Gyllenhaal hall fan club president ceo uh founding member uh I, ideas guy a marketing specialist <laughs> Do, what other what other like positions would a company have
1: a company uh hr
0: Uh i don't want to be hr you can be hr if you want
1: i don't want to okay cool Nobody. Uh, who are you um i'm just uh i'm just the janet i clean the bathroom with the <laughs> jake jillenoff fan club i like the guy but i i, I don't know that much you know
0: <laughs> what's your name
1: and yeah, my name's Jem Miller.
0: That's crazy, dude. My name's Jem. Dude, that's crazy. I can't believe it. Is it is crazy. So, here in the Jake Gyllenhaal Fan Club, I think we should, like, explain the premise before we just, like, dive headfirst into the show. Mm-hmm. The idea is that we're going to be discussing a new Jake Gyllenhaal movie every, like, two weeks or so, because, like, a month is a lot of time to do a Jake Gyllenhaal... A week is, like... What am I trying to say? An uh-huh. hour... No, I just like scaled back time, like with each progressive sa- sentence, and I did yeah. not clarify myself. Basically, Jake Gyllenhaal has been in a lot of movies. Yes,
1: I think I think there's like he's been in like what two, at least. Yeah, it's but like he's been he's been
0: in several. Um yeah. So I don't want to blow through his entire discography and like nah. filmography, not discography. Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. does have one though. He does have one. We could
1: move on to Maggie after.
0: We could move on to Maggie. I've got a lot of people on tap. You, you, you'll see. I've got Adam. a lot. Of, I've got a lot of names. Adam so Driver. we're going to be talking about a new Jake Hall film or Jake Hall lore or Jake Hall adjacent media every two weeks.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and what the, are we doing in between?
0: In between. So every week we'll be discussing the movie or like the film or the media as is. It's just you and me, baby. And we're talking about it. We and... do, so
1: we got two episodes of Donald Darko.
0: Yes, that's right.
1: Oh, by the way, we watched Donald Darko, Donnie Darko, two thousand one. So that's film. the main
0: thing. I do. I guess we can just jump right into it. Although next yeah. week it will just be you and me, but not Jem, you the audience member, and me, and this hot, hot mic, and me. Like, why won't I tunes. be here next week? I thought we. Were, I thought we went over this. That like, I don't think we did. We could talk about it later. We'll figure it out.
1: So you're going to be alone every other week. I'm yeah. Here. What are you going to do?
0: I'm going to play music and talk about things.
1: Oh. Why can't I be there? I don't know. Well, I, know. I see how things are.
0: Now I see know. how things are. And now you know, and now you've learned better. I want to clarify, I wanna illustrate something to the listener now as we move away from the concept of the show and into like specifically today. Uh Jem is like slumped over in this chair. I'm tired. My back hurt. Your back hurt, your stomach hurt, <laughs> body hurt, soul hurt, do your mind hurt too? <laughs> It all hurt. Yeah. Hey, so you mentioned this earlier, but I'd like, I'd love it if you could say it again. Yeah. What movie did we watch?
1: We watched Donnie Darko's so watched... 2001 film, starring Jake Gyllenhaal, co-starring. <laughs> I don't know any of the names of any of the, any of the, any of the actors. Co-starring oh, no. other people. One of them is Maggie Gyllenhaal. That's true. Maggie Gyllenhaal everybody was in else it? Is so... in those other people too. wow, Drew Barrymore's part... in it. Uh huh. I don't know anybody else.
0: You wanna, you wanna give it one more go?
1: What? Who? Drew remember?
0: As to who else is in it?
1: There's a... Take a crack at it? Do you, like, do you want me to guess?
0: I, could, I would love it if you guessed, honestly.
1: <laughs> the dad is played by uh-huh. um, Julie Andrews. <laughs> the father is played <laughs> by Julie Andrews. Uh-huh. The mother is played by...
0: Uh-huh.
1: That's gonna be J. B. That's Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber? His debut role. That's
0: crazy, dude.
1: Um, the little sister is played by uh-huh. um. That's gonna be uh Michael Shannon. That's true. Great role for him. Uh-huh.
0: I'm actually looking at the Wikipedia page right now, and so far, jim has not gotten a single. I ain't gotten
1: a single one wrong.
0: Actor, actually, no, it's true. Um, Maggie Maggie Gyllenhaal does not play Donnie Darko's sister. Uh, that was uh-huh. actually played by Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. I understand. Yeah, Steve Buscemi I actually understand. starred as um. My mistake. Did you know the she had a name? Were good. It was Elizabeth. I didn't why didn't I know that Elizabeth had a name in the film? You watched it twice. I watched it once. I watched it, it twice. I want everyone to know I watched it twice in 48 hours. I watched the original the theatrical cut and the director's cut and I forgot that Maggie Gyllenhaal's character had a name and that that name was Elizabeth.
1: You you're such a noob. I'm a fake fan. You're a noob.
0: I'm a noob, I'm a fake fan and I'm actually um Filing a petition to get my own title as fan club president removed as we speak. Yeah. So before we start talking about like the movie, like in in fullness and the fullness of the content of the movie, eh. I want to ask you some stupid questions. Is that okay? Yeah. So Johnny Darko, right? The character. Mm-hmm. Is his hair brown or black? It's brown. You think it's brown? Yeah, it's totally brown. I'm kind of obsessed with the idea of it being black, though. It just wasn't. But I thought it was black at some time. <laughs> it, wasn't. it wasn't ever. I don't know because my thing was that it would like the it movie is like ever. really kind of I don't want to say hyper colorized, but there are definitely some moments where it's like really color corrected, in a way that kind of like makes it look a little bit more dreamy, and I thought that at those points he had black hair, it but was, then like he had brown. some like tinges of like brown hair in the sunlight.
1: I thought it was brown personally. I guess it could. <laughs> It was just a dark brown. You know, dark brown can be misleading
0: Dark brown can be lights. misleading, and I think that that is kind of the reason that we can't trust um, Jake Gyllenhaal or Donnie Darko or most men, because yeah. sometimes dark brown hair can't trust it. Do you, you know I identify someone with brown hair?
1: Yeah, I'd say so. Okay, you'd say
0: so? Yeah. Okay, so I guess we figured that out, that Donnie Darko does, in fact, have brown hair. I think so. I'd say so. I didn't only, expect
1: you to I wasn't expecting this question.
0: I like to keep you on your toes.
1: That's a, that's a, what was the Beyoncé say? She said.
0: That's a that's wow, that's a great question. I wasn't And then there's a she dives into a pool or someone that does. That wasn't expected.
1: Pretty her And this is appropriate because Donnie Shut Darko,
0: I mean Jake Gyllenhaal, Hall is so pretty
1: weird.
0: that it causes yeah. me pain.
1: Not in this movie.
0: You don't think so? That was gonna be my next question.
1: Do I am I attracted to him? Yeah in this Donnie Darko smashing a pass. Such Absolute, a pass.
0: Absolutely not.
1: So first of all, why does he got turf bangs?
0: I <laughs> actually know. I do want to. I, I do want to talk about this. I he wanna definitely talk about... is
1: a turf as well. I wouldn't even say he's a earth. He's a turf. I think he would be. He definitely doesn't like trans people. I just
0: think I don't think he likes women.
1: I don't think he likes. He's a young Republican. He's literally president. Donnie Darko's a
0: libertarian.
1: He's Turning Point USA. Donnie Darko's
0: a libertarian. His friends literally. Republican. His
1: friend. Um, should we describe the plot first? We're not doing that until we're gonna after. Get, we're
0: going to get into it after I'm done with all the stupid questions. <laughs> okay. This is one of the stupid questions. This is
1: not a spoiler. I'm not going to say any spoilers yet. Um, then, uh, so his friend calls the one, the one person of color seemingly in the entire school who is a, 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 a oh, oh, there's God, there people, people causing a gosh darn ruckus. Oh my goodness. Anyway, he calls the one person of color who is also, um, a fat woman. Uh huh. One of his friends calls her a bunch of derogatory things. A lot of She's, tr- she's Chinese. Tells her to go back to China. Yeah. That's, that's, that's not very nice. It's so.
0: really rude. And Donnie Darko does choose to associate with these people. And for that, I do think we have to cancel him on Twitter. He's, yeah. Donnie Darko's not a good guy. But No. We also, that. I
1: don't really know what the
0: point of her character was. Just share that Donny Darko actually is a good guy because he doesn't do all the racism even though everybody else does.
1: Even though he's still hanging out with his racist friends and his yeah. weird gross misogynist friends. Yeah. yeah, he and his friends run Turning Point USA. They run young <laughs> Republicans. Um their dream is to work for Steven Crowder.
0: Uh-huh. And all they at care best,
1: about and uh maybe like Joe maybe Joe Rogan. They a lot of Joe Rogan for is, sure. Is
0: that worst or
1: That's not f- no, worst? Who's what's worst? Who's Who would worst?
0: Be I mean, who's the one Nazi guy? Richard Spencer?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess they does want he to work for platform from...
0: anymore. Probably not. I don't think I don't he does. I haven't. heard. I feel like I've... if he did, I would know about I don't it.
1: Don't know. Like
0: we would have heard about it by now.
1: Shibibo's pretty bad.
0: Shabibo is really bad, but I also don't. I don't think that they'd, they'd, they'd like him because he's Jewish.
1: Um, you think they're that bad? You I... think they're that? They I think, are his... A I think his
0: friends would be that bad.
1: Yeah, his friends would be that bad. Uh, Don... D- 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 Donald Zarko, I think Donnie definitely like like. He definitely tolerates minority groups.
0: He, he can put up with them. He can stand. He just them. won't say
1: anything. Yeah, yeah. So he won't be vocal about it. An, a, this is not a spoiler because it's like the first few minutes. Well, also of the we're going to
0: talk about spoilers. We're, it's this I know. 100% spoiler territory. Okay.
1: Um, anybody? I will say you definitely. I went in completely blind. I knew nothing about this movie. Okay. I knew there was a bunny guy. Yeah. I knew that there was a picture of him sitting and a girl sleeping, and then the bunny next to him in a you movie want to theater. Know
0: something funny though. No. That's another minority. The bunny guy. He was not white either.
1: Oh, the actor? Yeah. Oh, so I guess there's two minorities. There's two in this entire, entire non white
0: people in Donnie Darko, and I think that's
1: Wow. Brilliant. So I
0: guess then I kind of know the answer to the other stupid question I had, which is uh-huh. can you fix Donnie Darko?
1: could i fix him i think i can fix him really yeah i do uh-huh. i think he's kind of impressionable clearly he is right because he's just listening to everything frank tells yeah, him he'll
0: just do whatever little bunny man tells him to do. so
1: he's definitely impressionable so i think if he wasn't seeing things and if he was just being like uh, if he was just like an edgy little kid i think if i turned on like if i sat him to in front of the tv and i turned on hassan piker i uh-huh. think i could fix him
0: I think I think the problem with putting him in front of, like, Hassan Pikers that he'd be so into it that, like, you know, like, in a sexual way. <laughs> the undeniable <laughs> sex gay? appeal of Hassan. Do I think Darko Darko's gay? That is... This is a
1: movie about a boy in a love really with his gay furry. Imaginary gay furry. <laughs> his imaginary
0: so. gay furry best friend he met on Discord. <laughs> Do I think Johnny Darko's gay? That is a really... Good question, because normally I do think that most characters, especially characters played by Jake Gyllenhaal, are gay, at least to some extent. But do I think that Donnie Darko himself is gay? I don't know, because I think he's a little bit too concerned with the um with the asexuality of the Smurfs. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Do you remember that that scene where he's talking about how the Smurfs don't have sex?
1: That's true. He was he was def- being a defender of ace rights. Well,
0: that's, no. Here's my here's my issue though. I don't think that he was saying it in a I support ace people way. I think he was saying it in, in like an How dare you assume that the Smurfs would do something as degenerate as have sex with each other kind of way. Huh. Yeah. I don't think that Johnny Darko. I I don't think that he is gay. I unfortunately, I think mm. that if there's any character in Jake Gyllenhaal's okay. filmography who isn't gay, it's probably Johnny Darko. Okay. So do you okay. want to talk about the plot of this movie now? Yeah, let's talk about the plot of this movie.
1: Uh, so, for spoiling the whole thing, we're gonna we're I... gonna at
0: least attempt to spoil the whole thing. I kind of want to start off by saying that um, Donnie Darko is is like billed as a movie that's hard to understand. You know what I mean?
1: It's kind of not. If I'm, can I be honest? Yes, I would love you to be honest because I so agree here's, with you already. Again, I would recommend this movie. I thought it was really high quality, very interesting. It is on the list of movies that make me go hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. I've seen movies that really make you go, oh, what is happening? Like I watched last year, I watched um, I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Right. That movie, the real head scratcher, like you really didn't know what was going on half the time. Huh. Um, and it's definitely, here's something that that, which is another movie I'd recommend. It's a movie that's gonna wa- It's going to make you feel really See, bad. I
0: don't think I would recommend that movie like almost at all.
1: I'd recommend it to somebody who likes to go.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: If you like to, if you like to go, hmm, then uh, watch. I'm thinking of ending things. It's on Netflix, directed by Charlie Kaufman. I felt like
0: this is a, such a fun tangent, which we're going to talk about tangents because Donnie Darko has a lot to do with tangents. Mm-hmm. Um, with I'm thinking of ending things. It didn't feel like a movie that was like super inviting us to kind of figure out or understand it. And I'm going to talk about this idea too in regards to Donnie Darko. But I don't know. Donnie Darko no, was kind not. of what
1: I said. Guess not.
0: Guess not. I don't know. My thing with Donnie Darko is that it isn't super hard to understand, but a lot of people, I think, act like it is because it's... I
1: thought it was going to be, like, at the end of the movie, I, would, I was going to have no idea what was happening. Right, but I think the
0: ending was kind of the most straightforward part, right?
1: Um, it definitely was like, you knew, you knew, you didn't know why everything happened, but you definitely knew what was, why some things happened. Yeah, like... It was clarifying... But it wasn't like the most straightforward part of the whole movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Like I definitely, I'm not the, I'm not the brightest bulb in the in the light bulb holder. Yeah, I'm certainly not. No, but I do. Th- so I do think I will say the that
1: sharpest tool in the light switch, the sharpest bulb.
0: crayon in the box of crayons. Yeah, but I will say that I. <laughs> so I will say I will admit readily and wholeheartedly that I am a person who. Fully did not understand Donnie Darko for the majority of its runtime. The first time I saw it, which was a couple years ago, until we reached the ending. Yeah. Once the ending kind of came about, it did kind of make sense as to what had been going on. And this yeah, is, that I, seems I say, to be
1: the intention. Yeah,
0: I want to say that this is not this is the theatrical cut, the, the theatrical cut. This is not me talking about the director's cut, which I would like to I would like to slander in a little bit. Mm. But yeah, this is me talking about specifically the theatrical cut where. Things are not nearly as explicit. You really just have, like, the ending to kind of work off of what you just watched in the last, like, hour and a half. And -hmm. I think that Donnie Darko actually does a really good job of kind of, like, tying up its, like, messy, loosey-goosey plot at the end with an ending that does kind of, like, say to you in big, bold letters painted onto a jet engine, like, hey, hey, buddy, this is what happened.
1: Not entirely. There's still things you don't know why happened. Mm -hmm. Like, you still don't know why him, why he's seeing it, why... Why it's things are manifesting like this? What's with the weird body bubbles? Right. Still don't really understand. Let's There's go, a lot of things that aren't explained. Let's
0: try. Let's make a pass at a plot summary.
1: Okay, you I make got. A pass
0: at a plot. Oh, you're gonna I'd do like, it? Like yes. I I believe in you.
1: Okay. Lights up on <laughs> <it's> not...
0: <laughs> <laughs> curtain open on Donny Darko standing on... center stage.
1: This is a house. I feel like it's in Massachusetts.
0: It's actually in Virginia.
1: It's in Virginia. But it, you feel this like is it's in, in Massachusetts. It feels like Massachusetts. This is Northern Virginia. I feel uh-huh. like it's has Northern, it has, has to be Northern, be Northern Virginia. Virginia. These people are in Nova. It's um, It it's lights up on a nice house. It's a, it's a nice house and it's a family. Two daughters, one oldest daughter, youngest daughter, and middle little little, little b- baby boy little Jake Gyllenhaal, Donnie Darko. And um, there's two parents. There's a lady and a dude. And the, the way eldest, daughter, eldest daughter is exactly the way God intended. God bless. God bless. And um, Maggie Gyllenhaal Maggie is the eldest daughter, Elizabeth. And she's like, I'm going to vote for, what's his name? I don't remember. <laughs> I'm going to vote for Dukakis. Dukakis. And the dad's like, why are you voting for him? He's not going to be good. This t- movie takes place in the 80s, by the way. By the way. It takes place in the 80s. It, you know. honestly wouldn't be able to tell if they weren't talking I about would Dukakis. Love
0: can, we, can we talk about that real quick? Okay. So I really, so Donnie Darko does kind of come out, obviously comes out in 2001, which I think yes. kind of predates the uh, the 20-year nostalgia cycle. Is it 20? It's 30 years. The 30-year yes. nostalgia cycle of, like, the 80s, where, like, once we hit 2010, suddenly everybody was, like, really, really obsessed with the 80s and, like, 80s pop culture mm-hmm. and, like, the 80s as, a, as like, a period of, of history. Mm-hmm. And I, I do think that, like, even now, like, watching, watching Donnie Darko, like, having kind of come in and out of that 80s, like, fascination mm-hmm. is kind of refreshing because it's really... You wouldn't, like... You wouldn't know, unless, except for the fact that it does say that this is an election, like, 1988.
1: Yeah. It says the year... It talks about the election right. of that era, Duk- Dukakis and the other one.
0: George Bush?
1: Gorg-gush.
0: Gorg-gush. <laughs> Gorg-gush.
1: Gorg-gush and... Gorgeous Bush. Uh, listen, I'm not here to talk about politics.
0: I'm not here to talk about politics. I'm here to talk about Jake Gyllenhaal. And as we all know, Jake Gyllenhaal does not care about politics, nor does he have any politics.
1: Is that true? (laughs) I don't don't know anything about him. I think that's correct. Does he talk about politics?
0: Not a lot, I would say, but I'd have to double check that.
1: I feel like he's a young Republican.
0: You think that Jake Gyllenhaal, the actor, is a young Republican? Yeah, I don't know why. Okay, I mean, he definitely, I feel like he looks like one, and he went to Columbia, and he's also very wealthy, so I feel like those are all contributing factors. Yeah, Maggie Gyllenhaal's not. But he's also anti-death penalty.
1: Oh, so that's kind of a specific thing to come out about.
0: Right, but I think that, that contributes to the idea that he's not a young Republican. That's
1: true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah.
0: But, I, yeah, no. The movie doesn't, like, deal in the same kind of, like, 80s cultural iconography that we would come to see in movies like Stranger Things. Not movies. Like, shows like Stranger Things or, like, I guess, like, the revival of things like the new Ghostbusters. Not the Lady Ghostbusters. There's another Ghostbusters.
1: I know. I when did that movie come out? I think it comes out this month. That's going to be bad.
0: I, there's no way it's going to be good.
1: It's going to be bad.
0: I love when it is bad.
1: There's uh, a Summer 84 horror movie. Summer 84?
0: Coming out soon?
1: No, have you seen that movie? Never. I haven't seen it either, but some, I think it's called Summer of 84. Uh-huh. And it's came out before Stranger Things. It's another kids on bikes type movie where um the 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 the, the it's got a milk carton of Oh my the front. god, it's got
0: the it's got the the kid from a uh, the kid from from Babysitter, the Babysitter movies. Oh yeah, that's right. That's crazy. So the kid
1: from the Baby Center movies. Yeah. This summer, yeah, I haven't or, um, seen it, but apparently it's fine. Do You
0: remember Super Eight? I do. I think it Super Eight was another big like eighties nostalgia thing.
1: I was really young when that came out.
0: So was I, but I do remember um, it happening. The point, the, it, kind of, the point is though, that like it, Donnie, it. It. Oh God, it. She was reading it, it at the beginning of the movie.
1: Oh, I that. The mom was I reading it. Wow. He
0: bikes into the backyard and she's reading it because she's a cool mom, like Amy Poehler. She's a cool mom. She's a cool mom. She's I'm not like cool your mom. average mom. I'm a cool mom. She's a great
1: mom. Am I explaining this movie?
0: Yes, you were.
1: Okay. So they're talking about the election and then Donnie starts picking a fight with Elizabeth. He's being a real edgelord. Uh-huh. And then they get in a fight and the family gets in a fight, a little political fight. Yeah. This family is Catholic, by the way. They Are go to they? a Catholic school. They go to a Catholic school. I thought just
0: went to a private school with uniforms. It wasn't particularly think, like gaudy. God,
1: it definitely was. You think so? Yeah, cuz that's why that's why the physics teacher can't say that much and that's why like the, there was that they had the class where they were showing the film about fear and assumption was that
0: not the film the um the physics teacher can't say anything else because he recognizes that Donnie sounds like an insane person.
1: No, I thought it was cuz he can't he can't talk about too much existential because it's catholic.
0: I guess that kind of would make more sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, you know how like our our like public public high schools had like that thing where it's like, well, you can't talk about politics with the students, and then everybody would talk about politics with the students anyway? Yeah. I do feel like it kind of would be one of those like teacher situations where he's like, I can't talk about politics with my but students. But also,
1: like there was, uh, it just felt I was almost certain that it was Catholic, but also because of the way that they fired Drew Barrymore, and also the the lady they were showing the Patrick Swayze VCR That's tapes, true, too. and the lady who was teaching that class in the Fear and Love, and there's also a lot of talks of God in this movie. Movie. sure lots of even with the therapist so it felt very catholic to me right but anyway mine. that's my interpretation
0: i like your interpretation i don't it's yes, catholic i can i'm no. almost certain that it's also i see right. where you're I'm coming from i it. guess like as someone who went to a catholic school mm-hmm. i do i feel like it's kind of missing some key iconography of a catholic school that's not there like i do feel like you know you'd see like a priest or yeah
1: perhaps, that's true there or, was well they also mentioned how um well, that that was mentioned. There was the the you know how in the when he's talking to the the physics teacher, he's like, there was a lady who
0: taught here before it. She was a oh nun. Oh my god! Wait, but I I always interpreted that as like she was a nun outside of I did outside of the school. That's kind of interesting. I guess that is that does make a lot of sense, doesn't it? Yeah, interesting. Okay, I do see where you're coming from. There's
1: not that many private schools that are not a little that's Catholic-y. true too,
0: or like in some way kind of religious. Because my yeah. my thing is, if it were. Any kind of Christian school at all, it would be like one of those general ones because I do think that the Patrick Swayze tapes mm-hmm. are a little bit too evangelical mm-hmm. to be for Catholics. Like Catholic, Catholic, like protest like proselytizing is not that like in your face. No, but, it's not uh, that self-helpy. You it could I mean? just
1: be a not very good, per- accurate portrayal of. <laughs> That's also true. You know anyway, what? I I'm going to come to the conclusion that this family is Catholic. Okay. Whether you like it or not. Fine.
0: Fine. Do that. I will. I don't even care.
1: <laughs> so Donnie's edgy and he's in his room and the family just had a fight. And then the mom comes in and she goes, Hey, you're hey. being real edgy. He's like, D- leave me alone, mom. And then the mom's like, you keep going out everywhere at night. This is important. Remember this. this. Is, this is you really keep going major. places at night. And he's like, don't worry about it. She, she's like, She's like, you've been taking your meds? And he's like, yeah, whatever, mom. And he's mad at her and he's angsty and he's a young Republican.
0: And so. I love this like (laughs) specific sticking point for you of calling Donnie Darko a young Republican.
1: It's just, I I felt it through the entire movie. I
0: agree. But also like, we're really coming back to it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Defining character trait of Donnie yeah. Darko is that if, I he, felt if he were more neurotypical yeah. and less of a of a mean little bull, bo- mean nasty little boy, yeah, he would absolutely start his school's Young Republicans Club and yeah. be the president, yeah, for sure. I maybe mean, not the president, because I feel like being the president of the Young Republicans Club isn't like cool, but like perhaps um, maybe at some... a
1: Catholic school it's fine. That's true. Um, so he's edgy. She calls his mom the B-word. It's a big old mess.
0: It's a big old mess. Cuts
1: to him. He's in the bathroom. He takes pills. Uh Uh-oh. Spooky Bunny Man behind him. He's like, yo, I'm the Spooky Bunny Man. Hi. Go, go, go. Go, 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 go. Do do an activity. Hey, by the way, by the way. Uh Uh-huh.
0: The world's going to end soon.
1: Oh, yeah. The world. Oh, go outside. And so Jake Gyllenhaal goes outside. And he's like, yo, I'm outside. Spooky Bunny Man. Hey, yo, I'm
0: outside. What's up? Spooky
1: Bunny Man's name is Frank, by the way. So Frank is like. Yo, the world is gonna end, um, in 28 days, x amount of hours. I was gonna be so impressed if you could
0: rattle it all. It was definitely.
1: It was definitely. uh, It's 28 days. days, Yep. 16 hours.
0: I immediately I've lost it. I don't know anymore.
1: 16 hours, and then like I don't know, 40. It's gonna end the morning
0: of October 30th.
1: I thought it was going to be midnight of Halloween. That's what I thought.
0: No, because... The minute
1: it turns because, Halloween. That's what thought. Because when
0: he's sitting on the car at the end of the movie, you know, he's, like, sitting on the car with, with his girlfriend's body. Yeah. Just kind of observing the little wormhole forming above oh, his true. house. Like, that's the world ending. True. So yeah. it's like,
1: oh, Okay. Well. I got to finish this. Yeah. I'm going to speed through it. Okay, so Frank says that he's going to end, and Jake's like, okay. And then Jake wakes up, He's in a golf course. He gets bullied by the dudes on the golf course. He goes to school. He goes to school. He goes to class. They're talking about this book. It's a short story called Destruction. What is it called? The
0: Destructors. Yeah. The
1: Destructors. It's taught by Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore is a very bad teacher. I mean, she's probably a fine teacher, but she's doing, she's very inappropriate. And so a new girl comes into class. She says, hey, I'm the new girl. I was put in this class.
0: I'm the axe thrower lady from the Hunger Games movies. Oh, I didn't know that. Now you know that. Okay. And Drew Barrymore is like. And
1: Drew Barrymore says, "Sit
0: next to the boy you think is the cutest." That because w- she got her little lisp.
1: Yeah, and you didn't have to explain that. And then what if
0: our, viewers, what if our listeners don't know that.
1: Everybody knows Drew Barrymore. That's true. If you don't know Drew Barrymore, go, go
0: find her. If, you're the, if you don't know Drew, Barrymore, go find her. Go find her.
1: So Drew Barrymore has says that really inappropriate thing. I think she also does something else that made me go, "I don't like that." I don't remember what it was. Um, but she's, but she's an edgy, she's a cool teacher. She's different. She's cool.
0: Does, um, did the standard, did you have the scene, because, um, I think this might only be in the director's cut. Did you have the scene where Donnie reads a poem in front of the class? No. Okay, yeah. So there's a scene, I think, at some point in between that first scene where the girlfriend is introduced and the next part of your plot summary, I guess, Mm -hmm. where Donnie reads a poem about, like, uh, functionally how damaged he is, you know?
1: I don't want to see that in this movie. Yeah, it's not
0: particularly great but then he like alludes to um it's not letting me log in he he alludes to he references Frank in mm-hmm. the poem uh-huh. cuz it's a poem he wrote okay and and Drew Barrymore is like wow that was really good uh-huh. who's Frank and for and D- Donnie like very casually is like yeah he's this guy in this bunny suit that i've been hallucinating that follows me everywhere i don't like
1: that and everyone was like ha <laughs> oh, that's bad. <laughs> I don't like that. So then later on the after
0: after um the gym teacher has gotten uh the destructors book taken out of the curriculum, uh Drew Barrymore switches to the book Watership Down. Okay. Do you know the Watership I Down? I do, bunnies. Yeah, bunnies. Um and then as she's Relevant. passing it out, and this is another inappropriate moment re- uh from Miss Barrymore, um she walks up to Donnie and she's like, well, "Maybe maybe you could read this with Frank?" Oh my god. And it's like I understand, right, I understand that, like, perhaps this is Drew Barrymore's character trying to be sensitive and trying to, like, reach out to perhaps a troubled young individual student. Um, Hey, Drew?
1: That's not appropriate. That's not
0: appropriate for you to say to a student who you, like, who sounds like is having, like... Issues. Is- b- capital issues. I issues. Issues. Capital I issues.
1: Um, Here's some other notable things that happen in the school day. It's pretty much, like, day by day is kind of the plot. So this school day, there is, um... That he goes into a class, he sits and watch uh, watches these VH, what VHS VHSs? tapes yeah. of um, Patrick Swayze talking about. like, "Fear, I overcame fear, and I found God. You can find God too." Um, and everybody rolls their eyes, all the students. And then there's a really crazy, kind of Catholic evangelically religious lady who's running that class. Uh-huh. And so, next thing that happens is um, the new girl from earlier is getting picked on by Seth Rogen and another guy, and they're like, "Ah, sexual harassment." They're doing sexual harassment. Sexual harassment,
0: so cool. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Can that's I? what Joe Rogan. No, no, what's his name? Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen.
0: I like your boobs. I like your. Boobs. And that's like the one. That's like one of three lines Seth Rogen gets in the entire movie.
1: Yeah, it's Thanks, ve- Seth. I think it's
0: very on brand. Yeah, for better and for worse.
1: Yeah. Anyway, then the the girl's there and uh then Donnie's like, "Hey. Hi, I saw you earlier." And she's like, "Yeah." And so he goes, "Let me walk you home." And so he starts to walk her home. And he's like, "What's what's, what's your deal?" And he's like, she's like, "I moved here cuz my dad stabbed my mom four times. She's alive though."
0: That's impressive. That's impressive it for really mom, is. like pro mom strats to have lived through that.
1: I'd have to agree. I'd
0: have to agree.
1: So, um And then he's like, you know what? Fair enough. I burned a building down. She's like, remember that later. That's important for later. That he burned a building down. She's like, ding. And so, um, he's like, do you want to go out with me?
0: And do you want? Do you want to go with me? And she's like, they, "Huh?" So they say, "Go." They say, go, "Go out." With, yeah. And
1: I, I'm like, okay. "Okay, whatever." And then she says, "Yes." And then she goes, and that's it. Then donnie goes back to his house, and then he takes the pills again. And he sees the Bunny Guy, and Bunny Guy's like, "Hey, you know what you gotta do? You gotta go to school. Take that, take that axe, and then to the what's up place called."
0: The boiler room?
1: Goes the Donnie Darko goes to the boiler room and he floods he cuts the a pipe open. Yes. And then water. Water, water. And he leaves. Everywhere. And then the next day the school's closed. because okay, got flooded. I think
0: we've got to speed through this this summary a little bit.
1: You want me just to get the details yes, Because okay.
0: basically little spooky things like this keep happening throughout Donnie Darko's Dar- like okay. day leading up to the big end of the well, world. Well there are event. well
1: some things are important. Yes and i'm trying not to miss anything pretty much um patrick swayze comes to the school patrick swayze from VHS tape comes to the school donnie picks on him at his assembly and then that night uh frank tells him to burn down his house patrick swayze's house he burns down patrick swayze's house um turns out womp womp patrick swayze uh child porn i don't know if that really mattered
0: it, the plot. I don't think it really mattered a lot It didn't either. matter
1: I guess it just made him less yeah.
0: Bad Yeah.
1: <sighs> I don't know how I'm going to explain the rest
0: of this that, that's, the, important. Yes, that's important Because that's, important. that's the big scene where Frank kind of Explains like there are portals You gotta You gotta follow the portals And there's time and I'm from the, Somewhere else
1: Oh, I thought that was when they're watching Evil Evil Dead. Yeah, but then
0: he that's when he goes and burns down the house. Oh, I guess he does, yeah. isn't that right? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, he does that with his girlfriend. There's this girl. Yeah, she's she's alright. She's written halfway well.
0: Yeah. Like like
1: a normal person. I yeah, like that. Almost. So then there's a party. So the here's context. Mom and the youngest sister are gonna go on a plane. They're gonna go they're on a plane right now. Yep. Just remember they're on a plane and the plane is in the sky. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we're I don't know if you know this, sometimes, <laughs> not all the time, planes are in the sky. So, there's a party that gets... Because Donnie's like, yo, there's no parents here, I'm going to throw a party. So he throws a party for his sister Elizabeth who got into Harvard. That doesn't really matter. But he throws a party. It's Halloween. Halloween party, Baby even though it's the day time. before Halloween. So they throw this party. Everybody's in costumes. That's why Jake Dylan Hall looks like Phoebe Bridgers.
0: That's what, or does Phoebe Bridgers look like Jake Hall? That's a good question. That's a great question.
1: So, and then... Donald's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go to, there's, uh, there's so many, there's so many details, I don't have to, the worms. I don't have, he
0: starts seeing the worms, there's like
1: weird, but again, there's a lot of details, just watch this movie, even if you know what happens, watch this movie, there's mm-hmm. so many details, yeah. it, it's, it's, I'll go into that later, okay, say, so. Yeah. So he goes, there's this lady's house. There's a lady, you see her throughout this movie, she's a lady. She's spooky, old lady. She's old and spooky. And so she's got a cellar door. And so they go to the cellar door, and they're like, whoa, cellar door, there's things in here. And then uh, two hooligans come, and they're fuck, uh, effing with, sorry, good save. They're, they're effing with uh, Jake and his girlfriend, and then Jake sees the guy in the bunny suit get out of the car. And he's like, Whoop, well, gotta kill you. So he kills the guy he, in the bunny suit, for, he, but he's in for real. Well, he's that's not because, imagined. That's because
0: the guy in the bunny suit runs, runs his girlfriend. Oh yeah, over runs first. his girlfriend
1: over. This guy, these guys just appear. Yeah. They just there's so many details. <laughs> it's so, so hard okay. to explain. Let's
0: let's let's pull back from like the specifics of the plot <laughs> summary, especially because we've already talked about the ending anyway. <laughs> Basically, the ending, because you've also kind of missed the big part of at the beginning of the movie, a jet engine falls into Johnny's house. Oh my without, gosh! Well, Johnny isn't didn't in even the mention house.
1: That. There's, I, this just movie, you can't explain it's a, it's it, you just have to watch it. Yeah, you,
0: you do kind of, Donnie Darko is a movie that very much kind of begs you to actually watch it rather than kind of
1: hear anybody hear talk or about read it.
0: about it, which is kind of...
1: But it's not hard to watch. No, It's not by at no all. means a difficult movie to watch. It's pretty linear and it makes sense. Yes. So I w- it's a good watch. It also uh, begs you to rewatch it, but I don't want to because the ending makes me a little bit miserable. That's fair.
0: So here's what I want to talk about, I guess, in the idea of like, it being... Hard or easy to understand. A lot of people engage with like Donnie Darko in the same way that I think I've heard people have been trying to engage with, or not trying to, like engaging with like The Shining or in general, just like kind of movies that are really kind of weird and wonky and not straight, not as straightforward as like they might appear to be. Okay. Where I guess what I'm going to build to is, like, kind of a question. Is Donnie Darko, like, a puzzle to be solved rather than, like, a movie to be enjoyed or, like, a story being told to you? Because I feel like a Mm. lot of people engage with it, like, it's, it's like, being asked to be figured out. And I don't know if that's something I would say Mm. is true.
1: I definitely, uh, yeah, I'd say in the 2nd rewatch. Okay, Okay. Because, again, it wants you to watch it twice. This movie wants to be watched twice. So I'd say the first time, you're just taking it in as a story. And the second time, you're trying to figure out how, like, because pretty much the end of the movie is that Jake is, you realize that everybody's stuck in a time loop. Yes. He's just stuck in a time loop, and he's been reliving the same few moments over and over again. The same month over and over again. Wow. Well, and so in order to break the time loop, the Frank, this guy who went to a school in the bunny suit from is from the future. He he says, "Hey, I'm going to tell you how to break the time loop pretty actually,
0: much." Actually, okay. Mm,
1: that's my interpretation. I don't think
0: it's a time loop. Cuz that's the thing is, I don't think it's a time The way that what? The, the, the way that the director's cut explains it, which again, this is the problem I have with the director's cut. The director's cut explains that the that they're not in a time loop. They're in an offshoot universe that was not supposed to exist, where where Johnny where Donnie survives the jet engine crash, and in order to right the balance of the universe, Donnie has to send himself back in time. That makes no
1: sense because at the beginning of the movie, he says, "I got in trouble and suspended for burning down a building." The building, which turns out to be Patrick Swayze's house. I don't
0: think that's right. I think he brought it, I think Donnie Darko has a history of arson. I don't think so. I really? don't think that was a coincidence. There's no such thing as coincidence. There's no such thing as coincidence because. Because, like, it's not just that he got in trouble. Like, you know, he went to jail. He fully went to jail for arson, I th- it sounds like.
1: I feel like the, then... It, or,
0: it, ju- this know. is what
1: I think what happened is it? it he didn't end up... I think he's stuck in a time loop in order to break—I mean, that could be true, but mm-hmm. again, like maybe the director's cut made it more clear, but that's, that's yeah. how I think again, either in editing or reshoots mm-hmm. or whatever, they wanted to rephrase, reframe it more as a loop sure. because I think that's, that's again, easier to understand. That's my
0: issue with the director's cut is that the director's cut takes out all of these questions that were kind of—that made the movie up for interpretation and makes them like 100% literal with correct with hard, correct answers. What is, much of what's added in the director's cut is do you remember how uh, the old lady in the in the movie mm-hmm. who used to be a teacher who was obsessed with the concept of time travel mm-hmm. wrote a book? Yeah. The a lot of what's added into the director's cut are like horribly edited excerpts of the book explaining how they how the those excerpts tie into the plot events of the movie mm-hmm. and how Donnie relates to the book. So Oh god! I like listened to a podcast before I got here that like kind of talked about this concept, and it was so dumb and stupid. I'm okay. gonna try and relate it to you, relate it to you right now. Okay. Basically, Donnie is the chosen one of this of this like offshoot universe, right? Okay. Donnie Donnie has to die in order for not just the offshoot for the offshoot universe to end itself, which will again restore balance to the whole to the normal universe, and i.e. the whole fabric of reality at large because otherwise that wormhole that we see at the end of the movie is apparently setting up the destruction of all time everywhere forever.
1: This again, this this would be so much easier if it was just a time loop.
0: It would be a lot easier if it were a time <laughs> loop. However, choose so, for that to be so what happens is That's that... why I
1: think I think the director I think that's what happened when this movie got edited, they were like, we gotta make this a lot more clear in less like because I think it, like there, we we shouldn't explain it. We should just make it seem more like he's stuck in a loop because that's easier to. I one hundred percent agree. I think this was like a post production yes, kind of thing. I
0: one hundred percent agree. And so I, that's, again, I think that the problem of Do you want me to explain all the terms to you and what all the characters like more. Yeah, succ- sure. So every living character, let's Drew Barrymore, his mom, his sister, mm-hmm. the girlfriend, the grandma. All of them are are quote unquote referred to in the director's cut as the manipulated. As the, yeah, the manipulated living. And mm-hmm. their job is to guide Donnie to the point where he will then send himself back in time and kill himself. Okay. Meanwhile, Frank is mm-hmm. this concept of the, quote, manipulated dead. And Frank is supposed to be the kind of linchpin that makes that happen. Mm-hmm. So part of, which I do think it's not, it's not not a time loop, but I do think that this part is more so, like, is, is made a lot stronger in the original than in the director's cut. Donnie has to kill the actual Frank in order to then send dead spirit Frank mm. back to the tangent universe to, to like guide him along the way to do all the things that he does in order to, to end the mm. world.
1: It does seem like what's interesting, because I will say in post-production, usually things are worse. Mm-hmm. seems like a movie that was like saved. Like I don't yes. think this movie 100%. would be nearly as acclaimed if it wasn't edited really well.
0: Yes. And y- I- <laughs> You know, the movie was like two and a half hours. Originally, the original cut that like wow. at Sundance was two and a half hours. Wow. The director's cut adds back on about 20 minutes of movie. Uh-huh. So it's still two hours. I'm curious
1: what the two and a half hours was. I
0: would though. love to know where those extra 10 minutes wound but, up. But
1: yeah, I think, because I, I guess you're right. Because people were saying like, is the director's cut, does it ruin Donnie Darko? It does make me think of it differently.
0: Absolutely. And but... I don't think it makes me think of it positively, especially no. because of, again, like, I, I watched it last night. Like, how clunkily these, like, I'm putting this in air quotes, clarifying details are added to the base story. They're really not clarifying at all. It's so graceless. It's so tacky.
1: I think that, I I actually think, yeah, I mean, it's so much, because, like, yeah, everything that's there already, I have very little problems with the original movie. There's Uh very little that I think, like...
0: I would be like, this needs to be changed immediately or yeah, I didn't get this. There's almost nothing
1: that I would cut from the original yeah. movie. Um, and there's nothing that I would explain because mm-hmm. I do like how surreal it is. Um, what am I thinking? I'm thinking about um, when it – yeah, I mean, the whole concept of it being a time loop. I will say one thing, scene now that I'm thinking about it that could have been reshot was probably I, – I do think that when Donnie is talking to the the lady, the girl, his, girl, his future girlfriend. Uh-huh. I do think they added in him saying that he burned down the house. I think they might have added that in. post-production? Yeah. I'd have to go and and look at that. I don't think it would be right. Because, again, if they're trying to be like, okay, we're just going to make this like a vague time loop instead of this weird, giant, weird existential time thing that the original creator wanted. This, like, wormhole. I don't know. Again, we're just going to make it a little more straightforward. Make it that this whole thing, like, imply that this whole this whole month played out beforehand right kind of imply that this already happened he already burned down patrick swayze's house and stuff like that imply that it already happened
0: which i I think that's really interesting i don't know i just
1: it would that's what i think because it also makes more sense to imply that this has been happening multiple times and uh there's this weird force that brought back frank from the dead that's like we will never escape this unless you die And here's all the things you have to do Mm. to make – you have to die. You have to kill me. You have to – Patrick Swayze's house has to burn down. Here's all the things you have to do for it to be right again. And that's why I think it kind of makes sense at the end. It's that even though in the timeline where Donnie dies – the girlfriend will still wave to the parents. Right.
0: Because it's gonna start happening. They remember,
1: their, they remember the past You think loop that they vaguely. remember the
0: past flu. I don't
1: think they remember it, but I think they vaguely. have this vague. Well, that's, they're like, I know these people somehow. this is something
0: that's implied in the director's cut that is not or that is stated outright in the director's cut that is implied in the theatrical cut, right?
1: Uh-huh.
0: The scene where everybody's waking up to Mad World.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um is supposed is directly stated to be a scene where all the characters who we're also alive in the tangent universe. Uh-huh. It's not that they don't rem- that they remember what happened in the in the tangent universe mm-hmm. while waking up in the real world. It's just that they do kind of perceive it to be some kind of weird dream or yeah, something. That it's
1: just I just it, it's like everybody's lives are back to how they were before everything happened. It's just a little bit foggy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just kind of how I, I yeah I'm like everything yeah. <laughs> I, I think the way that I perceived it the first time, in the original movie needs absolutely nothing else from the director's cut. I agree. At I just all. I don't
0: understand why I hate. So I my thing is I think this is all kind of not exclusively because the director's cut came out in like two thousand five, but uh-huh. I do think a lot of the way that we engage with Donnie Darko now, or like even in the rise of like the internet, because like it is so like it is such a product of internet culture. Like it is the first cult movie of the twenty first century. And that is very much a product of people being able 21st to... 21st century. Yeah, yeah. I
1: guess the only thing before would be like Blair Witch Project. Yeah.
0: And but it also like it was such a product of like people engaging with it on forums or just on websites yeah. in general. It's like that's why we know Donnie Darko. That's why it's a household yeah. name. Um, but I do think that it is kind of a victim of like the... I'm going to put this in heavy air quotes too. The cinema of like engaging with movies. in oh, that we, yeah. we have to kind of... Again...
1: Everything has to be completely understood yes, or else it's, it's bad. It's
0: not good. It has to make – or if it if it doesn't – under if it's not understood, you have to – it has to thing make sense.
1: I think that, like, g- g- nothing to me from the story was gained. Mm-hmm. Um, if it was gone, is these weird? It shows these weird bubbly tubes that each person goes through. See, I th- I gained nothing from seeing that. I thought it would have been fine without. I was, if- um, and the CGI is bad.
0: The CGI is terrible. It's two thousand one. I mean, yes, I can it. give them some credit. What I what I had seen about those little bubbly worms specifically, it's like that's actually like a concept of not like time travel, but like of like a human understanding of time and like the relativity of time, uh-huh. where it's like human existence can be understood as like one big long wor- weird shaped worm that begins at birth and ends at death sure. and every other and so every moment of human existence is a cross section of that weird long worm and so do- and Donnie sure. being able to see that worm he can then like engage with the time travel that he needs to engage with in order to i i also agree that i do think the wor- uh, the addition of the worm kind of kind of messes with... I
1: think it muddies the story. Yes, absolutely. Where, like, if it was gone, there would still be a really cool surreal element, mm-hmm. and it would still leave enough head scratching and make you go, hmm, well, what just happened? But I... it just, it just throws, like, it never gets solved. It never is explained, no, and it doesn't my... gain it. I don't gain anything. Here's
0: my my problem with the movie in, in that same vein there are a lot of cool ideas or otherwise like commentary that the movie kind of wants to do something with. Like, I think there's a lot about politics and religion yeah. and critiques of those two things, yeah. specifically in regards to like the, the conservatism of the 80s yeah. that the movie kind of wants to engage with, but really, do- really doesn't. Know doesn't. How. <laughs> I think the, the biggest statement we get on either of those fronts from the movie is having Patrick Swayze's character be a pedophile. But like outside yeah. of that... I don't, like, I don't know. Yeah, there's
1: very little, I'd, I'd know say what you're there's trying very little say. commentary that I found to be successful.
0: or yes, found to be compelling. Com-
1: or compelling, or or anything. Yeah. A lot of it
0: does kind of boil down to, oh, Donnie's kind of an edge lord, And, like, he is. And sometimes that works out. If anything, sometimes it's a commentary out.
1: on, I'd say the most clear thing that I got from this is, like, a commentary on youth culture mm. in the 80s. I'd okay. also have to read the, the dem- what's it called again? The, the Destructors. The Destructors. Maybe mm-hmm. I'd have to read it to understand so, it more. I don't know.
0: I always have a hard time with people kind of using this, not, I guess, this analysis of any movie about teens. But I do want to kind of bring it up in regards to Donnie Darko. Do you think that it's an accurate depiction of teens? No. Yeah, I don't think so either.
1: No. I, really I, know, don't I, I never so. said it was... I'd say well, no, um, yeah, but... the thing that I think it's commenta- commenting on is not other te- the other teens. I'd mm-hmm. say Donnie. I'd say, like, his kind of, like, angsty, like... I'd say, like, mental illness and mm. being a teenager. Would you that
0: Donnie Darko was born in the wrong generation? Would he say that he was yeah. born in the wrong ge- generation? Yes. Absolutely.
1: Well, one thing that I think of is kind of, like, he's he just, like, uh, he's kind of edgy. Yeah. It feels like he wants to have, like, a normal life, uh-huh. but he's got these this mental goo yeah. of Frank or whatever. So he wants
0: to be neurotypical. Well,
1: yeah, he wants to be neurotypical. But... And that's kind of why he gets this girlfriend. He has has that relationship with her... And um,
0: we can we can bring it back. We can bring it back. Oh, yeah. Donnie Darko is gay. Oh yeah, it's because he, he's in, he's keeping himself in the closet.
1: Exactly. I mean, oh I kind of think I
0: think this movie's a little bit fruity. <laughs> I
1: find it a little bit fruity. Okay. I don't know how to justify it. But I, I, I can feel like I can tell you how furry. you can
0: justify it. Want to know how you can justify it? How can I justify so it? So Frank is played by this one actor. I'm gonna. I have. I also very have to he's in very handsome. Oh, he is. Um, what's his name? I'm looking for it James Duvall. Okay. Um, has been in a lot of movies directed by Greg Araki, who is like this big um director of the new queer cinema movement of the '90s. Okay. Um, you might know him for uh, I don't know if I mean, you don't watch Riverdale, but you might know him as the guy who directed the oily wrestling scenes from Riverdale the movie where, where all, the hot, all the hot guys in Riverdale sweatily rest each, wrestle each other what is uh-huh. this this man, this is a man a director who came out and said that Riverdale is the gayest thing I've ever worked on and I worked on the movies that I made <laughs> so Riverdale's I think weird. he might be onto something there well, I, I what- kind of
1: thought of it as like I kind of thought it was fruity because he's kind of like he's got his reality where he's got his girlfriend and he's in this Christian thing mm-hmm. and then you know He's got his re- the reality, the things that are real to him. Think his kind of escape, literally leaving his house, leaving his mind, leaving time, wow. is being a gay furry. Is <laughs> his gay furry boyfriend who tells him what to do, Daddy Dom gay furry boyfriend. <laughs> Daddy Dom gay furry boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Frank is that's a daddy, so dumb, gay, yeah. furry boyfriend. Yeah. I hate you.
0: I hate listen, you. Listen, oh,
1: listen. Oh no! I think that's a good. Analysis. I think that's
0: absolutely correct.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was talking about
0: the te- good portrayal of teens because that is the the praise I see this movie getting a lot. No,
1: I'd say again. Like I said, she he's written well. And then uh, i would say the sisters written well too. Sisters written well, and I'd say yeah, the girlfriends written well. I don't know what teen is like pulling out a knife for no reason on somebody. A
0: teen who does cocaine in his school hallway. Yeah, like a, apparently a, a
1: coked up. Uh, any teenager from any Catholic edgy teen from Northern Virginia isn't randomly pulling a knife and threatening to slit Actually, anybody's I don't throat know. randomly. I if, you, if you get if unprovoked, you
0: get, if you get like suburban enough, these these kids ain't got nothing to do
1: baby those, those Nova kids they ain't got nothing to do know. but murder they ain't i, got nothing I to do
0: don't but murder. know i, I want to spend know. the last 10 ish minutes or so i want to i want to i want to okay. talk about so you are a child of the um the uh young child to uh dance professional pipeline <laughs> can we talk about sparkle motion please
1: sparkle motion is great it i don't know what it has to do with i don't know why they added it in uh, I don't know why they, I, you know, Sometimes so the, this, the.
0: I doubt your commitment to sparkle motion.
1: Thank you. You're so welcome. You should doubt my commitment to sparkle motion. And I
0: do. I have such doubts.
1: Yeah, Donnie's little sister is in a a very accurate representation of what a young girl's hip hop class is. I, I, didn't I even was looking. Think they I, were that did I good. tell you? Did, oh, no, they weren't. Okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, they literally weren't. I think
0: that's the point, right? They're supposed to be, like, kind of bad at dancing. No,
1: they're not bad at dancing. They're just girls doing a hip-hop number, okay, sure, and, like, yeah. some girls are out of line and off time. Sure, yeah. I, I leaned to Will. I watched this with Will. I oh, leaned lovely. over to him. Friend I said, of the pod. Friend of the pod. I leaned over to him, and I said, I've done these moves before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nightmare. Nightmare. So,
1: a uh, sparkle motion is an accurate representation. I've having... never met a mom like that, though. I've never okay. met a dance mom like that. Dance well, cool. moms, the only dance moms I've met are, like, um...
0: Do you think we have to go further south to meet a mom like that? Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. I, f- I
1: feel like that. they, they don't, don't exist. They're just... Qu-
0: They're just People, not here. They're not here. Yeah.
1: In the north, like, if you're a dance mom, you're a little more quiet with your judgment. Sure. But also, where was... Didn't dance moms... Wasn't dance moms in Philly? No, it was in Pittsburgh, right?
0: Really? I don't know.
1: Pretty sure dance moms was in Pittsburgh. I don't know. I'm going to look that up. Because I know Abby Lee
0: Miller's. But I will say I almost did issue a trigger warning of... um. Uh, to you specifically of there's some dance content in this. There's some young <laughs> there's some young, young woman no, dance I'm, content be okay. in this. No, i okay. Pittsburgh, look at that. Yeah. I Yeah. I just, I would not expect that.
1: But I do think whenever you're putting your little girl on like one of the most technically and like physically challenging. Yeah, she's straight up from Pittsburgh. That's
0: insane. Okay, to this day. good for
1: her. Yeah, I guess any mom. To, I to this will day, say, she
0: is still born in Pittsburgh. To
1: this day, she's still born in Pittsburgh. I think she's still there. Maybe maybe she's in LA now.
0: I think she's in jail, right?
1: She's out of jail. She's in her little wheelchair, She's <sighs> strutting around.
0: Her. Good for her. Thank She's got God. a lot of
1: work done too. Amen. Uh Abby Lee Miller, friend of the pod. <laughs> friend of the
0: pod, Abby Lee Miller. She's listening right now. Hey Abby. Hey girl. Hey Abby.
1: Hey girl. Hey girl. Um yeah, I liked that scene. It literally also it was not super necessary, no, but I did like to but see I it. I
0: loved it. Well again, I again, I think that's just more of my one of my bigger issues with the movies that again, it's talking about it's like making these commentaries about something. Yeah, I 80s, don't know what they, they want to say. But some kind of cons- conservative culture in the 80s. But it doesn't go far enough. It I don't
1: really know what it wants to say. I don't think Donnie Darko
0: knows what it wants to say either. I don't know kind what of it problem. wants to say. That's overall my problem with the movie is that I don't think it quite Knows what it wants to say it's not about great commentary. I don't think it knows what it wants to say about anything other than time travel. And what it wants to say yeah. about time travel is that time travel is really cool. Really cool. Time travel is really cool. Oh, it's a
1: cool movie. One question I want to ask you is: Do you uh-huh. consider this a horror movie? No, not at all. I see this on a lot of horror movies. So lists. do I, and it's
0: not a horror movie. It's not
1: really very. It's, there's not very much scary about it. There's no. some spooky music.
0: Yeah, spooky music, and Frank looks creepy, and he's Frank got a, looks
1: creepy he's got and a busted up. Jake, eye. Jake does the Kubrick stare. He does the Kubrick stare so many times. A lot,
0: and it's like as someone who's like who no who has like. Basic knowledge of films, like oh my god, I know what that is. You guys, Mm, I know that. I'm pointing at the screen, (laughs) like oh, 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 I know what that is. Oh, oh, I know that. I know that one. I know that one. one. I know that one.
1: Um, it's not really scary. It just got spooky music. Yeah, which kind of reminds me of there's this thing that happens in movies that I noticed when I was watching Suspiria a few days ago that Mm -hmm. that um, I don't think I like it.
0: You don't like the original.
1: No, I, I like it. Okay. No, uh, I don't like, like this thing specific thing. It's like sometimes a movie will be almost entirely quiet. Until when something real scary something is going to happen, and then all this music, and I'm like, I wonder if something LGBT is about to happen.
0: <laughs> something LGBT <laughs> happened to Danny Darko when he met his gay, furry, daddy exactly.
1: dog boyfriend. <laughs> wow. Gay, furry, daddy Don boyfriend. I don't love that. Um, I just don't like, yeah, when a bunch of music comes up, no, and I'm I like, agree. oh, yeah. I'm
0: supposed to be scared. I'm, I'm supposed to be frightened. I'm afeared. A fe- I'm a fright. I'm afeared a but overall, I do think that it's a good movie. Yeah, I think I like that it, it's it tells great. like an effective little little moody story.
1: The plot is it's is good. It's very clear. You're entertained the whole time. Yeah. Which like on paper, if I read this plot, I don't think I would want to watch it. No. But I watched it. And it was very entertaining the entire time. Yes, it was. Jake is a very good actor.
0: Jake
1: uh, is a very good actor. Maggie is a very good actor. Maggie a very good the actor. The mom is great. Mom, I don't, mom kills it. Who's that it. mom? I don't know who she is. What's her
0: name? Let's I don't know. Out. Hang on. I'm, look, I have, I'm scrolling down.
1: I, I've never seen a film before.
0: I've neither have I. Mary McDonald is Mary McDonald. She
1: was great. She was so good. I also this movie. Another thing we didn't talk about. It's hilarious.
0: It's so funny. It's funny.
1: It's a really funny movie.
0: Like I, I just, also
1: didn't expect that at all. Who
0: gave it the right to actually have like these genuinely very funny moments in Lotus It's otherwise? just
1: got great dialogue yes. as a whole.
0: Great dialogue, but I don't think that that's again, I don't think that that's uniquely teen good teen dialogue. No,
1: it's not. Again, there's so much like these people don't really know what how like teenagers ne- They never
0: do. They it's never like, do. like I
1: think you can write if you're if you're able to write a good teen, you're able to write like one good teen. Yes. And maybe you can write A bunch of good teens, but how they interact is where people, I feel like, fail. Absolutely. But, I don't know.
0: There's a storm gathering outside. Really? Not literally. Oh, are you checking
1: out the hot guys?
0: They're not hot. No, they weren't. There's a jet engine coming outside, didn't you see? Oh, no. We have to get out of here so we can create a tangent universe. Yeah. Where we we are the, I don't know. I think we could talk about a movie every week. We could talk about it I
1: think we could.
0: I don't want to. I don't want to finish off the Jake Gyllenhaal filmography in a year. I don't
1: think. Uh, I don't think you you will. Hmm. I don't think you will.
0: We could certainly discuss. I that. was
1: scrolling through his IMDb. I'm like, damn, B, he's been in many films.
0: He's been in many films.
1: There's like a lot of movies here. He has been in a lot
0: of movies, but some of them like aren't aren't like big. Um, Appearances by him, I was kind of trying to keep it to like the major. That's appearances. okay. I,
1: I want to watch those anyway.
0: And some of, th- and then some of them, I because we don't gotta
1: really rank awesome. his how hot he is in all of
0: them. That's true. This
1: to me, he is like a f- five.
0: He's a five.
1: Yeah, okay. like I wasn't like repulsed, but I will bangs? say the turf bangs were yeah, okay. such an it's issue. The bangs. It's the bangs. Such a problem. Okay,
0: I think for me, he's like <sighs> this era of Jake, like the baby Jake. I would say he's like yeah, I'd say he's like a six and a half. Uh huh. Totally still kissable, but like yeah.
1: For sure, but would I go out of my way?
0: Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. I think I would definitely if I were if I were in um, that high school, I would definitely have a crush on him for sure. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, next week seems like it's going to be pretty up in the air. We can certainly talk about it. We're going to talk about it off air. Yeah. We're gonna okay. Talk about what we might do?
1: Films. Films. Talk about films. We can
0: talk about films.
1: I. One thing I'm dying to see.
0: Were you dying to see? I'm dying Just like to Donnie see Darko's Nightcrawler. Dying. We're going to. Oh, we're.
1: Get to I know that's a big well, that's a big JG movie a for watershed
0: sure. moment for Jake Gyllenhaal
1: water that's a Watergate moment for <laughs> 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 any final Jake thoughts Gyllenhaal. um Jake Gyllenhaal uh I wish he, I wish he wasn't so meme to his mom in this movie too. Yeah, me
0: too. All, all his that parents was do, all his parents no do is love him a lot, and Except even for his more dad, his dad's a bit. Of... No, his dad has nice scenes in the director's cut, and that was the one uh, addition oh. I did like, is that he that's has like nice. a nice moment. Basically, the mom
1: is baller. Mom's, Mom's baller. a great character. I want more Maggie Gyllenhaal in this movie. I want more
0: Maggie Gyllenhaal all the time. Yeah, that's it. And um, sometimes Good, I, sometimes I feel like Drew Barrymore yelling on a field.
1: Oh yeah, she was screaming, she was
0: <laughs> screaming, and yelling. Sometimes I feel like that. Um, yeah. uh, quick yes or no question is cellar door the most beautiful sound in the English no. language like? no that's
1: candelabra <laughs> okay okay candelabra I like that is the most... oh there's a line that's the line in this movie yeah yeah they cellar say, door now linguist once said the most beautiful phrase I think, that, li- is I think that linguist door. was
0: J.R.R. Tolkien oh apparently. really I, I don't know though
1: Hey guys, I want you to get used to the door. idea that
0: I'm going to make stuff up and then be wrong about it because I can absolutely. You do could that.
1: also. You're in front of the laptop. Oh, you only have a few more seconds. Okay,
0: seconds, and I have to play the soundbite. Play the soundbite. Go. I'm gonna. We're gonna go now. Okay. I'm gonna play the soundbite and then we're gonna go. Oh,
1: okay, that's Sounds okay. good.
0: Okay. This has been the Jake Gyllenhaal fan club for the okay. first time ever. We're gonna do okay. this again next week though, and for, yeah. and hopefully every week until the world ends. Yeah. In a in a jet engine plane crash. Yeah. See you next week, yeah. Jill and hooligans.
1: Critique is so limiting and emotionally draining.